Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast post-WrestleMania with your boy Davy Lips and my man Gio. How are you? This is night one of night two of our podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're, doing, we're thinking about making it a two-day event. <laughs> Too big for one podcast. <laughs> so how are you feeling after WrestleMania that was? Oh, a lot better than it was night one. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah, that is true. I will, I will agree with that. Right, I think we're going to do a full review. All matches. We watched the whole thing. We talked the whole thing. We've watched Raw. We're going to do all three nights of WrestleMania weekend. Um, because Raw Just... was interesting, to be fair. <laughs> like, I'm not even going to deny. Wasn't what I was expecting, but it was interesting. <laughs> um, it's definitely going to need to be spoke about, but let's crack straight on. We started night one with Gulak versus Cesaro. And, Could have been better. Uh, yeah, they didn't, they didn't have enough time, but they didn't really do much in the time that they had either. And it's a shame because I think those two are great. Um, regardless of what people are saying, they are really good. I mean, it was short... Yeah, uh, keep it short in the empty arena probably most says, but I wanted more from it, definitely. Um, and it did set, you know, it was the first match of this and it just worried me a little like, uh-oh, what are we going to get? I think um, from my point of view. Then we had a little Stephanie segment, um, which was quite nice, I thought. And then the montage of America the Beautiful was pretty clever. Um, and then we're straight in to... JBL obviously back as well, which I thought was nice. I was just I was worried it was going to be Sam Roberts, but thankfully it wasn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was nervous that Sam was going to be there, but it wasn't. Uh, but then into I the women's, we get, I hope when we get like some Triple H commentary. Yeah, I was expecting that like, he didn't even make an appearance at all, did he? Triple Stephanie did the opening both nights. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't even realize that there was no WrestleMania with zero Triple H influence. Um. But he did have some influence. We'll get to that match. Um, right, so we started with the women's tag match. Kabuki Warriors versus Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. Um, it, it, it was fine. And I thought Nikki Cross was really good. Uh, I think she performed really well. I didn't realize how much Oscar grunts until they take the crowd away. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of noise. Um, like, Oscar really shouts a lot. I never really realized that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she does. Because um, you, you can't imagine that she wasn't putting that on. Like, that was that was her normal. Um, I think there was, a, there was a few obvious sort of editing cuts in it. Um, I'm guessing it would have been one of the first ones they booked uh, or recorded because it felt like I could see what they were doing. Um, and maybe it went on a bit long. But I didn't think, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I think the right winners as well, because hopefully they'll give other stuff to Kyrie Sane and uh, Oscar now. Um, yeah, I, I I think it was all right. As I say, the the end was a little bit uh, botched. Bliss didn't hit it properly, but Sane tried to sell it quite well. Um, but no, Nikki Cross again. She continues to uh, impress me. I think Nikki Cross is is really talented, and she was really good in this match. But overall, I I did enjoy it. I did enjoy the opening. It was solid. Um, and then it was Elias V. Corbin. 
Um, yeah. Do you know what? It was okay. I think the it was booked because I think the feud's going to continue. And I think I'm it was booked that way. I'm more pissed. I don't like Elias's. I don't like that theme music. Oh, really? He singing him. Him singing himself out to the ring makes the gimmick. If they take that away and just give him this weird theme music, then it just ruins it. Yeah, because that was kind of the problem he had on NXT when it's kind of why it didn't work before because he was sort of drifting along and then came out to music. But yeah, I see your point. I mean, I don't know why they didn't do it. They still could have had him singing. Um, you know, they still could have done all that. Like, he doesn't need a crowd. It still would have worked. It's still his gimmick. Um, I'm, pleased he, I'm pleased he got the win. I was expecting a Corbin win, if I'm honest. I was. I think I said Corbin to win. But it was booked like the feud's going to continue. And I'm not sure any match should have been booked with the view of continuing a feud. Um, and I don't think roll-up wins work very well. You need a crowd reaction to do those kind of wins, you know? Um, but it was okay. Those two are, are, are two talented lads. Like, they're perfect. They're good mid-card guys that will always be in and around that sort of US title intercontinental conversation, I suppose. They could always fill a gap on title shots, but it was all right. And I'm guessing that the feud's going to continue um, is all I, all I am expecting. I mean, it was okay. I was a little bit concerned because it hadn't been great like until now. And I was starting to think, oh God. And then they come out with Baszler Becky. And I'm thinking, all right, here we go. Night one's yeah. getting started now. And oh. I've had time to, so at the time I was pissed. Not going to lie. I was, uh, I was upset, but does it work for story? Like, does it help Baszler? Like she's been champion NXT for two years. Does she really need to come to Raw and take the title straight away? I'm just no. I don't. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> if you're gonna book Becky to keep it, always keep it and make it a match. What? What was that? Yeah, it was Kyrie saying all over again. Exactly the same move as well. And so, I, yeah. Oh, these wonky finishes. Yeah. That's that's what I call night one. Wonky finishes. Yeah, the finish spoiled it because it was a it was a well laid out physical match, and I remember I was in the Discord and I, we were I, saying I, like, I pitched, okay, this match is all right. Like, I pitched how they could have done this either way, make the other one pass out. Yeah, because either one would have come out strong from a result like that. You know, I mean, my only guess is that they're booking it as Baszler made a rookie mistake again. But we've the problem is. Is they booked it like we didn't know who Baszler they was. They booked it like a five-minute match. Mm, what was it? Yeah, it's less than ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's like eight you minutes long. Hype this up with a big build, and then you gave me five minutes. Yeah, yeah. That's my problem. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, it just the the end of it was was poor because it was a shame because it was a good struggle, it was a good fight. And the result, yeah, the result and the finish was just absolutely the wrong decision. Whoever booked that match, 
needs yeah. to ha shake their head, you know, because it was a shame because they were doing all right. Like I remember even saying literally just before it finished, I'm like, all right, they're putting on a fight. And then they did the, the Kyrie saying Bret Hart shtick. I'm just like, oh, really? That's Bret Hart did it better. Yeah. Even Kyrie Sane did it better. <laughs> Come on Be now. Because yeah, the thing is, is like, like I said, it was like the night of wonky finishes. Yeah. 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 Like, cause the Elias one had been a roll up the, the, the tag match. And obviously she'd missed the, the, the moon, the twisted bliss. Um, and then this one, like Becky, Becky didn't need to win like that. Becky wasn't like an underdog, you know, it was meant to be a fight. You know, and two, two fighters. You know, that's how they've booked Becky. This whole now, man thing is a fighter. Now, at this point in the show, I was shaking my fist and cursing because I was like, this is just a shit show. This is going nowhere. Oh, wow. You must have been fucking feeling it after the next oh. match then. Because <laughs> we led into Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan. And oh. I liked it. I liked it. I mean, Sami Zayn is just literally 2017 Miz right now. Like, and I think that's what people need to get. This is what Sami's character is. And I don't think people have, have realized that he is literally... It wasn't a, a roll-up finish. <laughs> it was just a, a bit of a cliche-style TV finish, but it just felt flat, the end. And I, I was really struggling at the end of I liked that, huluva, that, that modified Huluva kick he did. Yeah. I mean, Sammy had to retain. I, I I guess it was booked right. It was just, I think it was the placing of the card that the way of the Becky match had gone, and then we'd got another sort of TV finish, you know, and we had Elias on a roll up. That was like three matches in a row where it was a bit of a, a weird finish, and I think that's what not helped. But again, they got nine minutes and three minutes of that was sammy running around the thing but when people are saying oh what are they doing with sammy zane they have to realize that his character right now is basically the miz of three years ago yeah you know and that's what people are not getting that that is exactly how miz got successful three years ago and that is the role that sammy zane is doing mm -hmm. right now and he's doing it really well um and that's the problem is people are expecting something else other than this big slimy hide behind his fucking backup kind of role you know and Sammy's doing it really, really well. Really, really well. It just felt a bit flat. And I think maybe not for the match, but maybe because of how the card had been so far. Um, and I was getting nervous. And then the tag team, not tag team, single ladder match for the tag team belts happened. Oh, I liked it. Yeah. I have to say, like, the respect to those three to do all the stuff they did without that adrenaline of a crowd pop of when you're doing it was awesome. And I loved the finish. I haven't seen a ladder match finish like that ever. And I thought it was great. I thought it was great. Um, I think the, these three, they, they turned night one for me. I got back into it at this point. I was like, yes, that's what I want to see. Those three just come out put on a show without having to be hyped. They just come out because, you know, they want to do their job and stuff. Um, it was great. I don't know how how they must feel the next morning. They must have a few bumps and bruises. But I think it was the right 3-2. I know some people were saying they wish that Big E was in the match or something. 
I, it had to be those three because it of, had to be well, bumps. You'd have to go Kofi. Yeah. There's no way you don't go Kofi. And to be fair, of Jimmy and Jay, you have to go Jimmy. Jimmy is the one that does the better. And Morrison, we all know what Morrison can do. It could only have been those three. Um, Big E wouldn't have been able to do half the stuff that Kofi did. I mean, the Morrison tightrope across to the Spanish fly was just amazing. Like, oh, I, uh, yeah, that was good. That was so good. Um, but yeah, I did like the end. And I'm glad Morrison and Miz have retained. I thought it was the right result. Um, I thought it was really good. Um, and that was probably my match of the night at that point. Then uh, we roll into Owens versus Seth. Now, I was confident that these two would, would do what they did. Like, proper professionals. Um, You're going to say the same thing I'm going to say, so I'm going to let you say it first. <laughs> when he hit him with the bell and they called the DQ, yep. though. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> I was literally unplugging stuff to turn off. I was like, that's it. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm done. And then um, when I, I literally, so I was on a bit of a delay and I could hear everybody in my chat was like about to quit. And I was like, just wait, wait. Because um, the only thing, devil's advocate, we're on a podcast. Maybe they could have made it no DQ for the whole match and just let them go. Maybe. Um, but I, I get maybe why they did it. They needed maybe something like that, some kind of angle in, you know? And because after like... Matches were fine beforehand. Um, the the single match before No DQ was great. Then after the restart, it was great. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I mean, they uh, they worked really hard. Uh, Kevin Owens like jumping off of the WrestleMania slime um, was amazing. Was was amazing. Like he makes jumping and high 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 uh, impact moves look so easy for a big guy, you know um yeah really good and it was a clean finish it was a proper finish you know stunner boom thanks very much uh yeah and i think what helped is that they've had quite a big story built so there was there was emotions into it you know you was invested in the match uh so yeah really yeah. really enjoyed that um then mojo won the 24 7 title <laughs> which was fun um i was hoping we might have seen more uh our truth Right, and uh, yeah, so led his 24-7 title, which led us in to the Universal title match of Goldberg versus Strowman. Mojo Riley had a longer match than the <laughs> Universal title match. God, I think anyone had a longer match. What was it, two and a half minutes? Um, Goldberg losing was the right call. Like, it was the right call. Um, I get why they did it, because it was a last-minute thrown-together thing, and Bill Goldberg cannot wrestle long matches. Yeah, it was, what, three spears, kick out, three jackhammers. Oh, I was getting pissed at that, because I was like, I swear to God, if they beat Braun Strowman with just spear after spear after spear. (laughs) Yeah. But... And on the upside, Braun has finally won the big worm, big one, and got to look good by beating Goldberg. Like, you know, of how Goldberg matches go, um, Braun Strowman got to come out of that really, really strong. Um, how long will it last? 
who knows? Is it too late for Braun Strowman? Like I who said, knows? I expect this to lead to him and Bray fighting. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I would assume until Roman's back or they're back in the swing of things from August, September, um, which is what the plan is. They want to be back in arenas by August, September. So that should be fun. Um, I think it was what needed to be. Came away was the right call to make. Um, it was only going to go one way. It would have been the same thing. It would have been a battle of the spears instead of a power slam. You know, it would have just been the same thing with Roman, I believe. Um, they've just put it on. You think it would have been this short for them? Yeah. Yeah. I think it would have been he hit a few spears and then Roman hits back with a few spears, maybe a Superman punch. I think it was booked exactly the same, just change of finisher in person. I I believe. Um, I'm interested to see what they do with Braun Strowman, though, as champion. Because obviously they're going to have this period between now and SummerSlam probably as Braun as champ. Or Fiend's going to take it off him to lead to Fiend Roman at some point. But we'll see. I mean, you never know when Goldberg might come back and just take it back. <laughs> yeah, don't you never. wish that. <laughs> don't, don't say that. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> right. Now, this is where WrestleMania got different. The Boneyard match. My... Goodness. What an experience. It was Lucha Underground, Grindhouse kind of film. Ugh. Goldberg riding in on Metallica? Yeah, yeah. So Metallica were actually there. They could come in, weren't it? So from what I read, now everyone's saying that Jeremy Borsch did this one, but apparently it was Michael Hayes, Metallica, and Triple H. Okay. Um, with Taker and Club, uh, Gallows and Anderson doing quite a lot of work with the the guys that were Druids because apparently they were like local actors or something and they were super nervous and messing it up and apparently Gallows and Anderson helped them with that. Um, okay. So it was a lot of work and it was done in 10 hours. I mean, and it was, it was beautiful. <laughs> um. This was definitely their best attempt at counteracting Matt Hardy stuff, which is what I... For what it was, it came out good. Yeah, 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 really good. Uh, It was like a mixture of Broken Universe with Lucha Underground. And for me, if they they realize how good that was, they could have Taker wrestle for another five years with this, if he's doing matches like that, you know? Yes, yes. Um, It could definitely help him drag out a little bit more career at the back end of something different. Um, for me, I think that's the only way um, that Taker should be wrestling moving forward is in stuff like that. Okay. I, I think, I think, because like we've seen him in the ring, it's it's a hard, it's hard work to watch. I it's, feel like it's hard work. if they're going to do that, they'll just save that for mania. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't over push it and keep doing them one over and over and over and over again. Just yeah. do it once a year for the Undertaker match at Mania. Do you think it's it's opened like a possible new avenue for WWE to look at now and then in in I mean, matches? If they would have done the the Bray Wyatt House of Horrors match years ago like this, it probably would have got better re- reviews. Right, yeah, like the Orton one you're talking about. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
because that one got they got that a bit wrong um Ooh, the hardy yeah. wyatt one they got a little bit better um but i think a lot of people were that well that's just matt hardy and now that they've done their own version i mean i thought it was great i mean i, I really did and the, the hand at the end um aj styles got to main event wrestlemania because that was the last match of night one um the casket entrance yeah 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 i thought the whole thing metallica the way it was uh cut and, and filmed and then the end when taker was like uh i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna you fought your ass off you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna bury you and then just kicked him in the grave i just thought it was it was all so good i mean it had me had me hooked um it's kind of what I was hoping WrestleMania would be more he of. His, he got to use his old school Taker Mystic powers and transport. Yeah, yeah, and then there was all fire and burning at the end and stuff. And I, I, you know, they didn't overkill with Gallows and Anderson in it too much. I mean, they were in it just enough. And then like all the druids and stuff was great because it got to show Taker can still fight. Yeah, yeah, I was a, a big, big fan, and I think that that stole the the whole show over over across. Like because it was kind of a match, um, but yeah, for me, that's how they should book Taker always now, because um, it will help him help him bring out some of the career. Um, I think it was great. I thought it was great. It's just difficult, like having never really seen anything like that. It's difficult to give an opinion on it because it's like the first, like of WWE that I've seen. You know, um, way better than I I expected as well, and. The, the thing is, I see it quite a lot on Twitter. They kind of make a bit of a rod for their own back because look what they can do when their back's against the wall create, creatively. Just shows you how poor some of their booking and creative writing has been where when they have to come up with something, that's what they can do, you know? Is what oh, I yeah. feel. Like, it just, they made a bit of a rod for their own back because now I'm like, well, if you can do that, what the hell was you doing last year? <laughs> Um, what the hell? But I I left night one really positive for night two. I'd started in a really bad place, you know, as I'm pretty sure all of us were with like the first three or four matches and you're thinking, this is going to suck. But literally it felt like from the ladder match, we had a different show almost, you know? Um, but yeah, it got me excited. And then we rolled into night two. Um, and the pre-show was Liv Morgan versus Natalia. Now, what I don't understand is why didn't they put Liv Morgan versus Ruby Riot, which would have made sense. Yeah, why the two faces? Yeah, um, but to be fair, they put on a good match. I, like I said it on the night, like you know what you get with Natalia. You'll always get a solid show from Natalia. She may not be everyone's favorite, but you'll always get a, a half decent match. You'll get a good work ethic. Um, I've never really had a complaint on. Natalia. No, no, I've never. Like, she's a good worker. She's she's done all them silly gimmicks and everything in between. You know, she's been the healed. The girl had face. a farting gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was just awful. And I like the trash gimmicks. I love that stuff. But that, I felt so sorry for her every time. You know, but she still did it with a smile on her face. <laughs> um, but it was. I think it was the right winner. Um, Liv Morgan looked pretty good. Um. I thought the match was solid. It was much better than uh, the previous night's uh, pre-show. Right. This was the one that I was, uh, has, has definitely turned opinion across the Twitter world that I've seen. 
NXT Women's Championship match. Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. What's your thoughts? I think they booked it the best they could with it. Like, the story they were telling is that they were working on each other's legs. Mm Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I, like I said, I called out from the beginning that Charlotte was winning. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think they've made Rhea look bad? No. See, that's the thing is, this is how they should have booked the Shayna Baszler match. They made Rhea look good. If your leg gets hurt to that point, you have to tap. So if they would have worked, let's say, Shayna Baszler's arm to that point, they could have had Shayna Baszler tap and been like, listen. She hurt my arm. Yeah, and these girls, they, they were gone like good 15, Charlotte 20 minutes. Charlotte gave her that nasty chop block. Yeah, and it looked really bad too. Like, it looked really painful. Like It was done well. Um, I think it's, it's, it's good for NXT. I think it'll be good for the women of NXT. I mean, I'm reading knew, that Io Shirai is going to be the, the first they were challenger. Gonna go about it. Yeah, yeah. I read that Io Shirai is going to be the first challenger to her as well. So okay, at Charlotte Io Shirai, I'm I'm all I'm all about. <laughs> I want to. Yes. I'll see that. Yeah. Um, I, I I get it. I I personally feel that Charlotte winning is the wrong call, but I get why. Like as I said last week, when we uh, I get the arguments for both. I'm not going to stand here and go, "Oh, that's wrong." What have they done? Because like I I am. I am a fan of Charlotte. I don't know why she gets such such trash. But I thought the match was really, really good. I thought they worked it really well. Um, it was really physical. Um, they had good psychology, seeing that they haven't wrestled much. I felt that there was good chemistry between the two. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. And uh, the, it, was, um, it was a really good way to start night two um, in terms of, like, in-the-ring action. Um... But yeah, and then uh, moved on to Alistair Black, Bobby Lashley, which actually I enjoyed more than I thought I would. Okay. Um, they did what they had to do, keep the action going. There was a bit of and fighting back and forth. They're building, they're building towards the breakup, as you said. Yeah. And, and, I, I, like, I, and if that's how the, what this was booked for, was to get Lashley out of that mess and Alistair Black staying strong, they booked that absolutely perfect. Now I get why they did that, because it will start that. You know, it will start both of them. Alistair Black now has a win over somebody other than a jobber, and Bobby Lashley can get out of this Lana mess that is that was created um, thanks to that. Um, and so, no, I think they did a good job. It was short. It was fun. It was a bit of back and forth, and Alistair Black winning was 100% the way to go with that. Um, and then it's your boy. Otis versus Ziggler. He got his moment. <laughs> he did. He got his Randy Savage, Miss Elizabeth, WrestleMania 7 moment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, True Love prevailed. Uh, the match was okay, but I think it was the it was the ending of the story that was needed, um, which I thought was awesome. Um, I, I loved the way that they booked it. I think it was the right way to do it. I think the story got told well. Uh, be interesting to see what happens next. I do like this whole look of Ziggler and Sonya, though. Um, I think they actually look quite good together. They work quite well together. Um, I'm quite, I'm quite excited about maybe that as a heel thing. Um, 
and obviously Mandy coming to make the save had to be done. Um, but yeah, it was great. The ending was great. WrestleMania moment in the bag for Otis. In the bag. He got his moment. <laughs> he got it. He got it. He probably got the best one over the lot. Um, and then it was Edge versus Randy Orton. Uh, the match was what it was it was good my only problem is that i felt like it went way too long yeah because i think towards the end of it you could see that the ring rust of edge was um it was too long for him too and for me so the the commentary like the longer it went the more i was like yeah and i think tom the wrong people were calling it like saxton and phillips were it was like watching a snooker match listening to them like needed michael cole it needed michael cole and maybe even and somebody else i didn't even know because i i had the sound on mute except for the fun house because i was talking with you guys in the thing yeah, uh, it's. I'm glad Edge is back. Um, the commentators weren't good, which it sucks because um, the build was excellent. Um, they did their best, but I just think it was too long in the setting. Like they went through the boardroom, yeah, but we'd only just seen that with Gargano and Champa as well. Um, and honestly, the the commentary was terrible, which didn't help because it didn't feel like an end. It didn't feel like Concerto had no passion because the commentary had literally bored you to sleep um i don't know why they could have edited it down to like under 30 minutes i, I just yeah. don't know if it was recorded edit it and redo the commentary like surely someone would have watched that back. i feel like it was it went a little too long yeah and it was just like uh i mean i i was doing my best to have fun with it the whole time like i was laughing about the catering and yeah yeah truck park there but that's what we that's that's the thing is that that's what you needed to do because I am super pleased that Edge is back and I'm super pleased that he can put on a fight like that's now, what they if, did. Do you but, think he's gonna do you think he's gonna stick around or do you think this is it until SummerSlam for him? I I I, I think that's it until SummerSlam time. I think okay. well, he's down for five matches a year, isn't he? That's I what mean, I'm saying. I mean. <sighs> Because then, because Money in the Bank counts as one of the like, big five now, doesn't it? So does he come back in that? I don't know if that's too soon. Does he do WrestleMania, Money in the Bank, SummerSlam, Survivor Series as the other four? I, who knows? Because Royal Rumble will count as one, so this will be two. I'm not expecting him till SummerSlam. But then the next bit is, what's next? How do you bring Edge back? I mean, do you maybe push the Seth Rollins thing? I mean... Edge Seth Rollins for SummerSlam. You could. I mean, that's. I mean, there is a little bit of history there, thanks to Twitter. You know, they could build on something like that. But yeah, I, I, I did feel bad for them. Um, I'm glad Edge is back, and it does break my heart to say that the match just wasn't very good. And I don't think it was because of them. Commentary and went too long. You know. Um. But the best part of it was, I think, uh, it was the fact of they used the whole performance center. It wasn't in the crowd or anything. They used different parts. Um, yeah, it was just uh, it was just uh, annoying. It was annoying because I was expecting more. 
And maybe that match needed a crowd. Maybe that one did. Um, right, then Gronk dives off his perch. <laughs> Gronk had a longer match <laughs> than he... Braun Strowman. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying this. <laughs> Otis had a longer match than yeah. Braun Strowman. Otis had a longer match than Becky and Shayna. That tells you everything to know about Becky and Shayna. Uh, but Gronk is your 24-7 champion, which was so obvious even when they announced him as host. Like, for me, it was just waiting for it to happen. Um, to be fair, he brings a good energy. I don't mind the energy that Gronk brings. I think it, it will work in, in little skits. Maybe it needs someone like I Gronk. I had a feeling you know? that that's what that was leading to eventually. Yeah. And, you know, see what he does with it now. He'll be good as, like... Our opposition of our truth with a bit of back and forth for that twenty-four-seven title. It should be funny, like between those two, you know. Um, so I've got no problem with it. I don't mind the twenty-four-seven title. I know a lot of people want it gone. I don't mind it. It brings a bit of light relief, and I suppose that's that's the whole point of it. A bit of light relief. I think they tried to make it serious with Riddick Moss, and it didn't work. You know, um, don't use the twenty-four title if you want to make book like someone to be a monster type looking. Um, I think you got to give it to guys like Truth and Mojo and Gronk and stuff like that. Eric Young maybe could get in there. Um, but yeah, right, then we moved on. Raw Tag Team Champions. Uh, the Street Profits took on Angel Gaza and Austin Theory. Um, yeah, it was fun. I, I, I enjoyed this. I actually enjoyed this. I, I think Gaza and Theory have got um, huge future. Huge future. Lay off those... Lay off those guys, Montez. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. As he was doing his one, you could see Dawkins' face like, I'm going to catch him. I'll catch him this time. <laughs> Lay off those guys, Montez. Um, and then um, they attacked. The heels attacked at the end. And boom, in come Bianca Belair. Lays out Vega. Um, I'm guessing Bianca's called up to Raw. Yeah. I'm guessing that was the a post mania call up. Um, I'm guessing that they put it onto the main show. I I I think no disrespect to NXT, but if Charlotte's gone back there, Bianca does need to be out of there. The Bianca's little dance, the, the little dance at the end was great. I think uh, well, Montez as he slid in the ring, and you could just That's see what I was saying, the like love. <laughs> yeah, the love in his eyes to his wife. Bless him. Um, love to see that. It gives me hope. <laughs> um but yeah I, I thought it was it was good it was in between sort of edge in the elimination match it was it was cleverly placed it was it did what it had to do um nice good energy um i think all four are going to be great i really do think though montez ford is going to be a huge star like rock part two levels like he's got personality that they can use so well if they can teach him proper wrestling and stuff you know i think he's got a good career now i know the reaction we're going to get to this one people because we got it in the chat when we were watching <laughs> uh the smackdown women's championship elimination match. oh you can go fucking call this yourself <laughs> horrible uh geo <Bad> <laughs> was not happy he no. was not happy <laughs> there was there was a you thought that swearing there was a lot of swearing <laughs> there was a lot <laughs> every other word was the f-bomb because he was he was really upset um 
Listen, you ruined my prediction at <laughs> what would have been like a 40 minute celebration. So Tamina was the first eliminated. They all did their sort of special moves on her. <laughs> Just to rub it in. Um, they all attacked. Um, and then uh, Bailey and Banks are doing some stuff. And then I was surprised. I was surprised at the order that it went. I was kind of not shocked at the ending. But I was surprised it was Lacey that got the rub, not Naomi. But I do want to make special mention that... Lacey knocked Banks out. My gosh. That woman's right. If you if you get it done right and it works like it did, they, I mean, Banks was asleep. Te- they're doing this tease the right way. They're yeah. doing it as Bailey's going to be like, well, I try to save you. Yep. Exactly. It's got, it's got to be a slow build because a Banks-Bailey match needs big build. It can't just be like Paige come on the screen, you two are fighting, go at it. Like, they are the top women's heels of SmackDown right now, you know? Like, both of them as a group. And you can't just waste. I still wonder if he gave Paige any sort of control to book a match. I know, right? She thinks she's still SmackDown GM. I think she she didn't get the memo that they sacked her. (laughs) Um, I thought Lacey come out of it looking good. Um... I like Lacey. I have always been a fan of Lacey. I think they've booked her a little bit horribly, like making her the one to fight Becky straight after Becky wins. It was was a poor decision. Um, I like Even Lacey. Baron Corbin was the poor decision. Yeah, yeah, that mixed match thing, that was never going to work either, was it? See that stuff. Um, yeah, where they where she is now, she's come out of that okay. Um, yeah, I, I I did like it. I I I like the way they booked it. Um, Bailey continuing. I mean, they've invested a lot in this Bailey heel turn, and it is such a big deal because she's gone from proper hugging, kid loving Bailey to middle aged mum that hates the world. You know, it, it's it's quite an investment in a heel turn to just lose the title. You know, um, so I do get it. It is teasing Banks Bailey for later on. Um, I was just surprised that it was Lacey Evans left instead of Naomi. I thought it they would tease Naomi winning it because I think a lot of people partly expected Naomi to win. Um but I liked it. I liked it. And it advanced the the split. Okay. Now <laughs> Cena Fiend Firefly Funhouse. Oh amazing. Just amazing, yeah. Um amazing it's funny it seems to have really split opinion like some people have really hated it um i sent you the thing about how how and why this made sense yeah 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 the the breakdown it was uh all based on his uh worst fears um and it was literally like his whole career and what i didn't get is the the if he turned heel like hogan like that's why they did the nwo thing that that makes sense now um yeah, I thought it was absolutely well, they, amazing. The whole thing is, is they always perceive John Cena as the Hulk Hogan of, of the WWE era. Yep. And him turning heel would have been like Hulk Hogan turning heel for the NWO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, I get that. And now when I saw that written out, like his rap career not taking off, the weird bodybuilding, 
uh, what happens if he did hit Bray with a chair? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It all makes sense. Um, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, I couldn't take my eyes off it. I couldn't take my eyes off it. And I have to say, it was very creative. It was funny in parts. It did actually tell a bit more of a deeper, darker story um, that we needed. Uh, so yeah, 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 yeah. I uh, I was impressed. I was impressed. Um, I bloody loved it. Uh, but I do get why um, why people uh, why people didn't like it because it wasn't a match. But I think the when Cena was Hollywood Hogan and Vince, the Vince puppet was with the such good shit. <laughs> just, oh my god! Oh, that was amazing. It was just oh, it's absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, I thought it was really really good. I have watched it back. Still like it. I do understand maybe why people would like it's not for me because it's very, very different, you know? Um, but yeah, I uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, really, really. Right. That didn't main event. That didn't main event. They then it booked Lesnar v. Drew. <sighs> I, I just wish he could have done it in front of a crowd. That deserved a crowd. He's the I... one that's going to come out of this whole thing. At this point, Probably. the Discord had the Discord had muted me and ignored me because <laughs> I th I had said the words in, in, in almost all English Discord. <laughs> I had said the words. Well, since Tamina lost, I hope Drew loses. Yep, and we muted him. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was one of two Americans, right? And we'd already muted the other one. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, we did mute him for this match. The, the only thing is it was booked exactly the same as Strowman's. It was literally the same. I was getting scared with all the F5s. Yeah, like, I had a feeling, though, like, when he kicked out of one, I was like, okay. But then he hit another, and I'm like, oh, God, two. And then, uh, what did he hit? Two Claymores? Two, three, three. Three Claymores. Um, see, it was again three F5s, three Claymores, you know? And then he went on to challenge Tyson Fury. I know, right? Like, Tyson Fury? Really? Now, being a Brit, I love Tyson Fury. Great guy. <laughs> but I don't want to see him fighting in wrestling. I don't want it. I don't want oh. it. But He's already got a victory over one champion. He has. Could they put the belt on Tyson Fury? Oh my gosh, can you imagine? <laughs> Um, I, so what's your overall feeling of the two nights? Overall, what did you come away with? How did you feel? I liked it for what it was. And that's all, like, that's how I'm going to say it is. It gave us something to get our minds off of the troubling times right now. It showed us that entertainment can still be going on during this. Mm. But yeah, because that's the thing. It gave me six hours in a discord but at the same talking time, about something else some of it just infuriated me yeah it was again it was booking decisions booking decisions at the beginning i almost feel like maybe they recorded multiple endings and when they started to see the feedback of the beginning of night one i wonder if they hit a little bit of a reset button on some because it felt like after those four matches it booked a little bit better that but it was those first four matches just sucked the wind out of everything yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I and Becky Lynch, nobody wanted to hear anything. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the trouble. And thankfully, the ladder match kind of, even though it's it's just for the tag titles, it was it was a a thing. I think the ladder match got me carrying on watching. You know. And then um, the Seth Rollins one, as I say, if they hadn't restarted that match, I probably would have turned that one off, which would have been a shame. But, um, but yeah, I nearly turned it off. <laughs> like, it was just, it was getting to a point where I, I even was like, uh, I don't know, do I have to watch this? Yeah. We've got to discuss it on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a bit like that, like only watching because we're going to talk about it. But thankfully, they pulled it out of the back. As I say, I'll be interested to see what um, they do now. Second, I like both of the movies. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And I just, just don't know how yeah. they're going to do. How are they going to do Money in the Bank with eight people when that's, you're not allowed to have more than that in like a, a enclosed space? Well, yeah, because that's the thing. So Florida is on full shutdown now, isn't it? And yet I read. So I was assuming, okay, they're going to take a break or they've recorded a bit and they'll come back in a couple of weeks or something, you know? But then I read yesterday that SmackDown Live, as of next week, not this week, the following week, is going back to being a live show. And I'm just thinking, how are you going to do that? <laughs> but this, is, this is my argument with it is not how. It's how does this all make sense? Mm. Yeah, because like for me, they pulled WrestleMania out the bag. Somehow, you're going to remember what you saw thanks to that Boneyard match and that Funhouse. You're going to remember that WrestleMania. Now would have been a time to go, okay, we're going to take a month off. You know? Money in the Bank is a a Mm multi-man. And you're not allowed to have that many people in an enclosed space. Yep. So how is that going to work? I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, And they're still advertising it, obviously. Um... It's interesting to see and you know they've i don't know it'd be interesting to see as i say they're not allowed to do it like in the enclosed space i think they get away with single matches wouldn't they under what florida has said but there's no way they could do because money that's in the only bank like you you only have like two people three maybe four people on a premises hmm. with this the money in the bank is like what six people seven people yeah six seven people in a ladder match plus anything else that's around plus the, you know the camera guys plus the commentators like that's you're you're going way you're pushing it mm-hmm. and especially that you're recording it in a location where he's got it pretty bad and he's on a pretty big lockdown you know pretty big lockdown um right so raw we will we will we will brush over it wasn't a normal uh raw after mania um, it started with Oscar Liv. I have to say, Oscar is probably the one that comes out of these empty arena settings like the best. She she flows. She does them so well. She's having way too much fun. Way too much. And she she just fits an empty setting so well. Um, and this was the second match that I've watched Liv Morgan in two nights. She was good. She looked like she deserved to be in a match with Oscar. You know? Um <laughs> Yeah, I, I like what I'm seeing. Liv is actually getting better. Um, and then there was a weird sort of 20 minutes. So Street Profits and Gaza Theory basically just did the replay of Mania. Same thing. Pretty solid. Nice and quick. And then the heels attack again. Bianca makes the save. And this time they have a match. 
So I'm guessing now that's it. Bianca is raw and she's going to be with the Street Profits, I suppose. It's going to yeah. be like a three. I would say that that was it. Yeah. Um, and she did well. And then they had a, a six man, which I didn't think they needed to do. They could have finished at Bianca Zelina. I think it, it, stretched it stretched it out. And it felt like that was three weeks of story they've told just in like one 20 minute period, you know? Um, unless it's that they're getting theories going back and Andrade will be back or something. Um, but thankfully it was over because I think by the six man, I was just, you know, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm done watching you three, please. Uh, don't, don't, don't kill me. Um, then they had the little backstage segment where Lashley actually said he might, he thinks he needs new management and or a new wife. And then when Lana appeared, he appeared. So hopefully they'll just get that done quick. Poor Lana is just like, well, what, what is going on here? Yeah. <laughs> what did you say to my husband? And Charlie's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, not much. Um, then Alistair Black appeared and boo. So now this was expiring draft picks in the Bray Wyatt trade that Raw have used. Yeah. And yes. they've, they've used one on Apollo Crews. And I have to say, I mean, first of all, I think it's the longest I've seen Cruz on TV since he's been called up from NXT. Um, but what a match those two put on. What a match. Maybe a bit too long. Um, but I thought it was great. I thought it was absolutely great. Um, Apollo Cruz looked the best I've seen in a very, very long time. Very, very long time. Um, I don't think it needed 30 minutes, but I'm guessing they were stretching it out for the show. Um, but it was good. I mean, it wasn't really the setting for that really long match, but um, they were good. They were good. And I thought it's good to see Apollo Crews back and Apollo Crews looking good. Um, and then the new tag team of Alexander and Ricochet. Okay. So they were being announced as an actual tag team now, yeah? I'm not mad at that. No, I'm, I can go all in on we that. We need more tag teams. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do. And Alexander and Ricochet need something to do, you know? I mean, I could see Alexander and Ricochet versus Street Profits. Can you imagine? I'd be all, yeah. up, all over that. Um, I liked it. Now, what I was wondering, I mean, it was Lorcan and Birch that come out. Is that them on Raw? Is that a Raw After Mania call-up? See, I don't know. Maybe they were just using them not as a enhancement, but more of... Because they're at the performance center and they needed them. Yes, yeah, so that's what I thought. But being the Raw after Mania, they didn't say that they were on Raw. But I just wondered because it'd be good for them too as a tag team. I mean, they can fill some gaps. They're I guess a good we tag do team. need tag teams. You know, and Lorcan and Birch are, are perfectly good workers. Like as a tag team, they're, you know, you can you can go back through the history books and watch the matches they've put on. Have been solid as hell. Um, absolutely amazing. Um, and then a, a sad and angry Seth appeared and absolutely destroyed Denzel Dijonet. <laughs> Thanks for coming, Denzel. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Wrecked him. Blackout. I think it was like a minute. Yeah, painful. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then she's finally back. Finally, the return of Nia Jax. Um. Yeah, she attacked. She talked smack. She beat her down. A few clotheslines on Diona Perazzo. 
Uh, I like now, the, the DDT. Again, though, is Deanna, was Deanna Perazzo a call-up? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, that's what I was wondering. I mean, it is the Raw after WrestleMania. So, um, yeah, it was what it needed to be. It's good to see Nia. See, I've been reading is that, so Nia was meant to be going back to SmackDown, but apparently it's Nia Becky is what they're going to push or Vince wants to push. So I wonder why that leaves Baszler. We'll see. We will see. Um, and then Brendan Vink was on Raw 2 <laughs> against Humberto. Um, yeah, Humberto looked good. Again, I didn't really get this run of matches, you know. We saw Lorcan and Birch. We see Denzel Dijonet. We see Diana Peraza. We see Brendan Vink. Um, who, are they just because they were there? I mean, this is the Raw after Mania. Why wouldn't we think that they're now part of it? I, I mean, think it might have been also because Vince couldn't get any jobbers to really come in. Yeah. And so for Naya's return, and Humberto did need a win, to be fair. Um, he did look good, actually, Humberto. It's the, kind of the best I've seen him. Um, but that was good. Um, and then, <laughs> then the main event. Um, big show. Big show. Who beat to get a title shot? I know. So he just came in, praised Drew, and said that there's a target on his back. And Drew was like, I know you want a shot. And then show says he doesn't know nothing, wants a match. And show called him a punk. Drew's like, I know you're trying to wind me up and he won't fight. So show shoved him and he gets his fight. <laughs> gets his title shot. <laughs> you can't just show up and demand title shots. But I honestly, no lie. I honestly thought show was going to win. I know WWE. I just had a horrible <laughs> feeling. You know, when it started, I'm like, oh my God, you're going to troll us. <laughs> I also have to say show looked pretty good. He put on more of a fight than Lesnar. Big Show and Drew had a longer match than Lesnar and Goldberg combined. Drew and Big Show put on a longer match than both championship matches at WrestleMania combined. Which is amazing. Um, I just, as I say, I, they've, they've messed us over so many times. I really thought that Drew was going to lose. They're going to put the title on Big Show. But um, the bit that worries me at the end of all this, now that we move on, is A, what they're going to do, because I don't think they've got anyone lined up for Drew. If Big Show is what they had, I mean, in the circumstances, maybe that's why, but what's the plan? Like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, because now they're going to have Edge leading into SummerSlam. They've got Drew as champ. Who, who are the guys? Who's the next big heel other than Seth on Raw that can go for Drew? You know? Yeah. There isn't really one. And that's what concerns me is that they don't have what next for Drew. They've, done, they've gone for it, hit the button, but who's going to fight him? You know, if they are going ahead with money in the bank, Drew's going to fight someone. Who? You know, I don't see who is going to step up from that Raw roster right now and have a go. You know, unless it's like someone, someone just filler that they're going to give a push to, like an Andrade or a Rowan or something silly, you know? Just someone to fill a gap until they can figure what's going on. Um, because you can see, like, on SmackDown, you're assuming Fiend and Strowman can do a, a good load of shtick. I just don't see what they're going to do on Raw, you know? But yeah. um, we'll have to see what they're going to do. 
Because all I know is that Florida is on full lockdown. And if they're going to continue, they won't be allowed to do what they want to do. Like money in the bank is like a no-no right now with the, with the lockdown. But I think overall, WWE pulled it out of the bag. They pulled it out of the bag. In the circumstances, my, I tipped my hat because I enjoyed it. I did actually enjoy it. You know? Um, I will remember this WrestleMania. I was worried that this was just going to fade into obscurity, but I'm not going to forget what I saw. Like, from the Boneyard to the, the, the Funhouse, I just thought they were just epic bits of the E in WWE. That's what that WrestleMania was. The entertainment side of it, they nailed it. <laughs> The wrestling, not so much. The entertainment, they nailed. They absolutely nailed. Um, but yeah, is there been any news? Um, <sighs> any of the week, I'm giving to New Jack, who just tried to say that Kevin Owens is trying to be him. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. So he's he's gonna be my idiot of the week. I'm sorry, but um, <laughs> not many people want to be you, New Jack. You didn't really have that good of a career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of just hit people's weapons while music played. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm pretty sure that Kevin Owens, if he was going to be anyone, um, it wouldn't be New wouldn't Jack. Wouldn't be New Jack. Yeah, <laughs> it just wouldn't be New Jack. <laughs> um, people yeah. need their colors taken away. Yes, they do. Yeah, New Jack does. Needs to be relevant. Um, also, uh, a promotion for Michael Cole. He's now the vice president of announcing. They announced. I don't know thing? what that means. I don't know. Is that a thing? Apparently so. He is now a larger role where he, he hires, mentors, and produces the other announcers in the company. I mean, okay, I see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, and he's he's probably earned it. What's he been there since ninety six, ninety seven? Yeah. And he's been there a long time now. Um. Yeah. So yeah. Other than that. Oh, and. We'll finish with some good news because obviously I, I appreciate that the Tamina thing has hurt you. I, I do understand. But you will be pleased to know that despite all the segments in WrestleMania, the most watched WWE YouTube view for WrestleMania 36 is Mandy Rose and Otis. Ah, there you yes. go. You can take your small wins, okay? You can take your small wins. <laughs> all right, brother. I think it's time to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time to have a night off watching wrestling and having an opinion. Um, be interested to see what we're gonna what what's gonna come though, guys, moving forward. And as I say, make sure that you're all kept safe. Stay indoors. There's 26 episodes of us that you can listen to to get to this point. Go and do that. Keep yourself busy. Um, we will be here every Tuesday night. We will still be finding something to talk about because me and Gio love to talk. Um, but yeah, wash your hands. Stay home. Stay safe. Gio, I'll see you next week, my man. Yeah.